Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, today we pick up with part two of the Prophecy of the Week of Millenniums, which is taken from a commentary written for Lamb and Lion Ministries. It is a compelling analysis that adds just one more confirming aspect to the already made certain reality that it is the last hour and that we are living in the final moments before the rapture of the Lord's true church, which will be followed with the Antichrist ruling over the world with global religious, governmental, and economic control. That is, until Lord Jesus returns with his army of redeemed saints and slays this dread enemy with the breath of his mouth and brings him to an end by the appearance of his coming. The Antichrist and his false prophet will then be cast into the lake of fire and Satan will be bound in the bottomless pit for a thousand years while Jesus reigns as King of kings and Lord of lords on the throne of David. In the prophecy of the week of millenniums, credible support is given that indicates that we are on the threshold of those things that are rushing us toward that final thousand-year period, making the rapture of the Lord's true church even more imminent. And with that blessed hope is our motivation. Allow me to pick up where we left off in our last segment. The Jewish Millennial Day theory was held by the earliest fathers of the Christian faith and was espoused by them. For example, Justin Martyr, who lived from 100 to 165 A.D., in his Dialogue with Trifo, asserted his belief that the earth will last for 6,000 years, followed by a Sabbath of rest lasting 1,000 years. But even earlier than this, the concept was expressed in detail in the Epistle of Barnabas, the complete text of which is preserved in the 4th century Codex Sinaiticus, where it appears immediately after the New Testament and before the Shepherd of Hermes. The Codex Sinaiticus, referred to as the Sinai Bible, is a 4th century Christian manuscript of a Greek Bible, containing the majority of the Greek Old and New Testaments, written in angel letters on parchment. It is one of the four great angel codices, or scrolls. Scholars estimate that it was written between 70 and 132 A.D., and in it the author describes the Millennial Day theory in these words. God made in six days the works of his hands, and made an end on the seventh day, and rested on it, and sanctified it. Genesis 2.2 Attend, my children, to the meaning of this expression. He finished in six days. This implies that the Lord will finish all things in six thousand years, for a day is with him a thousand years. Therefore, my children, in six days, that is, in six thousand years, all things will be finished. And he rested on the seventh day. This means when his son shall come and shall abolish the time of the lawless one and shall judge the ungodly and shall change the sun and the moon and the stars, 
then shall he truly rest on the seventh day. Epistle of Barnabas, chapter 15, end quote. Late in the second century, Irenaeus, the bishop of Alliance, France, who lived from 130 to 202 A.D., also wrote, The ancient and popular doctrine of the millennium was intimately connected with the second coming of Christ. As the works of the creation had been finished in six days, their duration in their present state, according to a tradition which was attributed to the prophet Elijah, was fixed to six thousand years. By the same analogy, it was inferred that this long period of labor and contention, which was now almost elapsed, would be succeeded by a joyful Sabbath of a thousand years, and that Christ, with the triumphant band of the saints and the elect who had escaped death or who had been miraculously revived, would reign upon the earth till the time appointed for the last and general resurrection, end quote. But despite this early popularity of the concept, it fell out of acceptance after 400 A.D., when the Roman Catholic Church, under the influence of the spiritualizing interpretations of Origen and Augustine, adopted the amillennial viewpoint, which argued that Jesus was never going to return to reign over the earth for a thousand years. However, the Millennial Day theory experienced a renaissance following the Reformation, as people began to obtain copies of the Bible in their own language. The premillennial viewpoint of the end times events was revived, and with it, the idea that 6,000 years of history would be followed by the 1,000-year reign of Jesus Christ. The concept was strongly endorsed in the first best-selling Bible prophecy book in history, Jesus is Coming, by W. E. Blackstone, which was first published in 1898. He pointed out that the concept was first developed by the Jewish sages before the time of Christ and is frequently mentioned in the Talmud. He called it the Sabbath of God's Weeks. Many modern-day Bible prophecy teachers have also endorsed the theory. For example, in 2012, Dr. Jack Van Impe, who went home to be with the Lord in 2020 and was one of the foremost proclaimers of Bible prophecy in the 20th century, gave his support to the concept in an article printed in his newsletter. He endorsed it again in 2016 and concluded with these words. We are on the threshold of the final day. One thing is certain. Only a few minutes remain before midnight. Closing time is upon us. The age of grace is about to end, and believers are soon to rule and reign with the Lord Jesus Christ. End quote. Distinguished Christian doctrinal expert Mike Gendron echoed the 7,000-year theory in an article he published in 2013 when he observed the following. The first 2,000 years of human history ended when the wrath of God was poured out on sin in the flood. The second 2,000 years ended when the wrath of God was poured out on sin at the cross and the third 2,000 years will end with God pouring out his wrath on sin during the tribulation, end quote. 
All of this brings us to a crucial question. If this Millennial Day theory is biblical, then how near are we to the end of the 6,000 years that will inaugurate the Millennial Reign of Jesus? There are varying theories. The first relates to the starting point of the 6,000 years. James Usher, who lived from 1581 to 1656 and was the Archbishop of Ireland in the early 17th century and was also a profound scholar, calculated the beginning of the world to be 4004 B.C., or exactly 4,000 years before the generally accepted date for the birth of Jesus in 4 B.C. He based his finding on the biblical genealogies. The second theory relates to the starting point for the countdown of the last 2,000 years. Was it from the birth of Jesus or from his death? And in either case, what is the correct date? Some argue that he was crucified in 30 A.D., while others say it was 33 A.D. In either case, the end of the 6,000 years would bring us to the time in which we now live. Another consideration is whether you use normal years according to the solar calendar of 365 days or lunar years of 360 days. And this is further complicated by the fact that the Jews used a lunar and solar calendar. So as you can see, while it is not possible to precisely calculate exactly either the beginning or the ending of the 6,000 years from creation, by the calculations that are known, even with minor variations, the conclusion still supports the fact that we are very near to the end of the 6,000 years and before the 1,000-year millennial reign of Jesus Christ. With this certainty being established, there is another question that immediately emerges from this conclusion. If we are near to the end of the 6,000 years of human history, which so many prophetic precursors indicate that we are, why is this the year 5782 on the Jewish calendar? In other words, if we are so near to the end of the 6,000 years, why does the Jewish calendar say that we are 210 years away from that date? There is really a very simple answer to this question. Just as the Western Gregorian calendar is off by four to six years, the Jewish calendar contains an even greater error of over 200 years. The calculation of the years of the Jewish calendar, according to the Talmud, was done in the 2nd century A.D. by Rabbi Yosef ben Halafta. His rabbinic chronology is called the Seder Olin Rabbah. It is almost universally agreed that the calendar is off by at least 200 years due to the fact that Rabbi Halafta guessed wrong as to the length of the intertestamental period for which there are no biblical records. This period is referred to by secular historians as the Persian period. The rabbinical chronology says that it lasted 52 years. However, the accepted chronology of historical experts says it lasted 207 years, amounting to a difference of 155 years. 
a remarkable book published in 1997, examines this problem in detail and proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Jewish chronology is seriously flawed. It is titled Jewish History in Conflict. The author is a New York attorney and Orthodox Jew by the name of Mitchell First. All the errors that he points out in the Jewish calendar amount to a total of over 200 years. With such overwhelming evidence of major errors in the Jewish calendar, why don't the Jews correct their calendar? The force of tradition is undoubtedly one of the main reasons. But the most compelling reason is the idea that the Jewish sages purposely stated an incorrect chronology of Daniel 9 in order to prevent the people from using that passage to accurately predict the time when the Messiah would come, and thus would confirm Jesus Christ as the true Messiah. The bottom line is that instead of this being the Jewish year of 5782, it should instead be in the neighborhood of 5991 or later. While we know by the word of God that no one can know the exact date of the Lord's return, he said that those with discerning hearts would know the season. And the signs of the times, along with prophecies, like the one that we have been considering in this article, definitely indicate that we are the terminal generation that is living in the season of the Lord's soon return. Therefore, the most crucial question is, are you ready? With the heart's cry of Maranatha. Now is the time to be sure. And as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.